Ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160 EN podcast. I'm joined by my cohorts as always. I'm, of course, Danny. You can follow me over there. Joined by my man, Chris. Chris, how you doing, dude? Oh, did I freeze or did he? He did. Doorgate. Uh, there he is. He's back. <laughs> God damn it. I froze instantly. Uh, I'm back, good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good, good debate. Um, lively in the end. I thought it was going to be boring at first. Um, ended up being all right. I mean, this stuff just serves for entertainment purposes, right? So I think it served its purpose. Um, and, uh, yeah, good result at the weekend. So lot to discuss here. Facts, facts. Also joined by Steph. Oh, that's Sam's. Follow Sam, of course, as well. But also joined by Steph. Steph, how's it going, dude? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm happy I could make it today. So Sam couldn't make it, uh, but I could. So there it is, a, a clean swap. So we're good to go. Let's do it. Let's talk about the debate and the game and uh, the modalities. Let's do it. Facts. Let's start off with uh, the Twitter questions first. We don't have many today. Um, let me just quickly bring it up here. I think both are from our guy, Rye, at uh, Rye1906. First question um is also what or sorry we'll go with this one a relevant question but oh i like this one start one bench one drop one matthias fernandes uh is my love and vuchkovic prime uh, for all of them what's for all of them start prime no they're all in prime. their prime oh yes 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 all in their prime all in their prime of course steph i'll start with you first though yeah. oh my goodness this is kind of difficult oh <laughs> Crap, I'm not ready for this. Okay, Chris, uh, you, you, oh, think about it, Steph. Chris, you take it. All right, I guess. I kind of think I have mine, too. I think it might have to be start Ismailov, bench Fernandes, drop Vuksevic. Bias may be for Matias Fernandes' sporting career, but low-key, I feel like Ismailov had, like, the a bigger career, low-key, internationally, mm. et cetera. I don't know. I don't know. He he's a sleeper for me. Um, he obviously became a traitor, so we all hate him. But that's why I was gonna I was gonna drop him only because of that. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Though I did love he's my love. He was my love. Uh, but mine mine is I start Matias Fernandes, I bench Vuskovic, and I drop he's my love. How about you, Steph? Yeah, this is a good question. Yeah, it is a good question, and I'm inclined to go with uh, with your choices as well. I like that. Yeah. Um, next question from our boy, Rye. Shout out to Ryan. Um, I'm assuming it's Ryan, at least. Um, also, what are your thoughts on Pata CM? Uh, instead of taking him off when we needed a goal for another winger, dropped him to midfield with Braganza or whoever. Looked really good there against Isturil. Uh Steph, what were your thoughts on that? I mean, let's not forget that Pata family count. he did play midfield. So mm -hmm. it's not an unknown position to him. And that's why he did so well. So um, don't be surprised if uh, Amunin will try that again in uh, in the future. Um, it was a very pleasant surprise, and the in the chemistry and connection with the, uh, the with the strikers was instant. So I like what I saw. Uh, so let, let's do it again. Let's repeat it. Agreed. I mean, uh, I think it was also out of a necessity. So if we have Belinga and the others available, I'm cool with that. 
Uh, I'm cool with Pot being up top, but um, yeah, I don't mind Pot in the midfield. But if um, we can, if we can put, okay, look at this. If you can put put in the midfield, and now you have Slimani and uh, Pauline together, wow. true, you know. So I, I would like to test the, the, this theory, and let's see if we can against Maritimo. Why not? Yeah. When he <clears> first <throat> came, I low-key thought that was going to be like his primary position. Um, and then he mm, just kind yeah, of, yeah. in the the way we play with just the three up top, he just kind of naturally became like a winger, but he was always ending up in the middle, obviously, often. So, yeah, I think it's natural for him, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could see it against uh, against Turil. He fit like a glove. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind it either, yeah. Um, next question from our boy Juicebox Liao, who's in the chat. Um, he asks, do you expect any other changes in the 11 besides Sarabia being out? Personally, I'd like to change it up a bit. I want Vinagre, but against uh, Edwards and Slimani to start. And if we're winning, I want Stivs to get 20, 30 minutes. Um, surprised to see Vinagre there, but some big news coming out this week at least. Uh, but Chris, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think, right, let's rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, let's maybe give him some, some minutes. But at the same time, Mateus Race. Did just have a stormer down that left flank. How can you? How can you? Yeah. How can you? You know, how can you drop him after a performance like that? He's at the the peak of his career. He wants to be called to Brazil in March. Gotta let him keep cooking. Did he say uh, that? But yeah, he kind of hinted at it in like a recorded interview this week, Mateus Reyes. Okay, interesting. But they have kind of a few left backs. Um, I mean. Alex tells, etc. Like, I don't know, like, is Mateus Reyes in better form? Um, it'll be awesome if he gets called. I'll just leave it at that. I would love that. Um, uh, but, yeah, I do want to see the other guys. This is something I did want to bring up. I think this is a fair time to bring it up because it was a question that someone had sent us, like, the day after the game. I forget who it was. Um, like, in the game, you could, like, see Slamani's like, visible anguish. Like, he wanted to score so bad, it seemed like. Like it's two nothing and late three nothing late in the game against Estudio and this dude's like f kicking the post. He's so pissed off. Yeah. Um, did you guys make anything of that? Um, other than just he wants to score. It's simple. He's a goal scorer. He wants to score. Um, anything deeper to that? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm with you there. He just wanted to score down ten men too. It's a game where he could. It was his best cameo so far in the For shirt. Sure. Um, I yeah, I'd like to see him get more minutes if possible but at the same time palingo's i'm not gonna bench him but i just hope he get up like two nothing by the 60th minute so he can get a little bit more than like you know the 15 20 minutes allotted time but Maritim was in in decentish form so not not a tough place to go either so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold my breath to be honest it's kind of situational and i definitely don't hope we're losing and chasing uh, yeah, and at the end of the day, man, fucking going to Maritimo is never a fucking easy task for Spartan, clearly. Uh, let me bring up the – let's transition to the Estoril game. Um, starting lineup was we had um, a net as always, a 4.8, which is a shock. Um, anyways, uh, Matilj Reis at left back or left wing back, Fidali, Nasu, Netu, Koru at right wing back, uh, Matilj Nunes and Ugart in the middle with uh, – uh, Pot, Palingu, Sarabia up top. Suspensions to uh, Pali, uh, sorry, Palinga, Kwach, Tabata. And I'm missing one more player, aren't I? And Isgayu. Isgayu. 
Um, but Steph, take us take it away. What did, what were your thoughts on this game? Well, when when we were playing eleven against eleven, we were having a tough time because uh, Studiel uh, they were playing with the low block. Like most teams play against Sporting, except if it's uh, Port Benfica or a bigger team like Manchester City. Uh, and then uh, you know, we we we're trying to use the wings to penetrate uh, with uh, with crosses inside the box, and and we we finally did score, but we had a tough time. And I spoke to Chris about this offline. Uh, once once uh, Studio was reduced by one player, uh, we dominated the game. We never gave Studio a chance. Then with the second goal came along, the third goal came along. Um, it, I mean, I, I was not freaking out at all. I was actually chilling, uh, watching the game, drinking a glass of wine, and it was one of the most chill games I ever watched Sporting play. We dominated from start. We had to another game recently which one was it was it Vizela or something yes uh, that Away? was we've had, we've had two chill games this was yeah. a very yeah yeah we've had yeah. a few chill games recently. yeah and I, I never felt like studio was uh imposing any kind of danger um i always felt that we were under control and i think i think it, it was the the way of the players and the coaching staff to say thank you uh because of the uh negative result against uh mc um and you know when the fans supported the team for four minutes clapping uh, standing up even though we lost you know at home five nothing and uh it, it was it was a nice gesture and a ni nice performance by the whole team and we deserve to win the game no doubts about that and mm -hmm. I, i'm pretty sure i'm not going to talk about the red card because i have a heavy feeling you will talk about that so i don't want to spoil it for you uh, but you know, in a nutshell, we deserve to win three nothing. If it would have been four or five nothing, I wouldn't have been surprised. I would have loved to see Slimani score at least one goal, uh, and Paulinho as well. But uh, Pedro Pot scored, so so that that's all I have. And I know I know I know Danny by now, so you you're gonna come up with some great questions. So I'll wait for your questions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but first we'll we'll pass it off to Crystal before we get into like the stocks. Um, okay. Uh, so the, my notes, pot back to scoring a goal. Hell yeah. Like it's definitely not one that you're going to go back and rewatch over and over again. That's the Saravia one, but it's good, you know, to see the ball, uh, hit the back of the net. But um, sorry, on, on that pot, on that pot goal, I seen so many Befikistas, like, Oh, what is this match fixing, man? Butterfingers, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, my God, boys, shut the I've fuck up. I've scored, like, three, four goals in for my, you know, for my Sunday League team. Exactly like that. If you just chase it, like, Sunday League goalies, they're not that good, man. They just they spill it, like, 30% of the time, bro. Just follow the shots, and just you can get easy goals. <laughs> Definitely happens less in professional, but hell yeah. Chase them down, baby. They all count the same. Exactly. Um, I kind of mentioned it earlier, Mateus Reyes, bro, ball and literally could have easily had a brace, could have easily had a brace, mm -hmm. honestly mm -hmm. should have, should have had a brace. That, that chance was like was... four on, it was like four on one or four on two or something. <laughs> oh, the goal man. that he scored for was definitely from a tighter angle and went yeah. through the goalie's legs, you know, that's yeah. definitely harder than, than the other chance, but hell yeah, Mateus Reyes, balling out of control. I thought Ugarth, another great game from him. I did not thank God he's not like concussed or has any severe head injury because he got his shit rocked a little bit. Um, I mean, 
Matas Reis, you could have scored then a, a second goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. I just mentioned that. Yeah. He's 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 he'll pad the stats later on this, but he at least he got at least he got on the score sheet. Um, Sarabia is also padding his stats like every yeah. game. Yeah. G, G's and A's are really just raining in at this point. Um, uh, yeah, another seamless Ugarth game, making the transition for Prelingham. We're all. We're all feeling a lot more comfortable about the almost guarantee that Polinga will be sold this summer. We resisted it. He was irreplaceable, but it feels like he's more replaceable now. Um, and the thirty million to Wolves is going to hurt a lot less, I guess. It seems like. Um, but I don't think we should get too comfortable. I think that, and if if there starts to become like a start Ugarth over Polinga, I don't think that I can endorse anything like that just yet um but it is good to know yeah. that we have yeah and in certain situations they can maybe even play together obviously but yeah, yeah. uh for me uh, once pulling his back from his suspension I, i'd like to see him return um uh, yeah or and i also don't want to see him be valued right before we sell him either you know in his in his his biggest drop off is of his entire fucking like two three year <laughs> rise you know right before we sell him not what we need um and uh, yeah, another another great Sarabia, um, and pretty good uh, pot game. This the dirty backhill assist, I think. Right, it's nice. It's beautiful. Um, he's putting himself in good spots. He was dropping. He's gonna do the. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna play like CAM almost at, at, at moments. That's just how he plays. Um. Yeah. I, and I thought he, you know. I don't think he met, maybe he missed only one like pretty clear chance in this game, but I don't think that uh, anyone's going to complain about um, this type of, no, no, pulling. Oh, pulling, pulling. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to complain about the pulling of performance. You know, if he does that every game, it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Uh, my quick two cents. Uh, agree with everything you boys have said. Um uh, my only thing was with it was nice, like you said earlier, like best Slimani uh, performance. I think what also pissed Slimani off on that one, um, on that one thing right towards the end was this was a game where I seen Sporting like crossing the ball a lot, and I think maybe if Slimani gets in earlier, he maybe scores one of these headers. Uh, seeing as we don't have the aerial threat in um, in Quatch for this game, but uh, but yeah, all in all, a great a great performance. That's another thing worth mentioning. Kowatsis mm-hmm. didn't really; he wasn't there, and it didn't really feel like make it was any bad. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And which I, isn't you, the f- sorry. Go go go. No, no, no. Uh, you could have. Uh, the thing we I have to uh, um, emphasize is uh, Inacio was the boss of the uh, defense. Yeah, in the middle. Uh, yeah, and he, he basically control. He did a nice job for a youngster. So I, I was very content with the. With his uh, performance, and it gives me a glimpse of uh, what to expect in the future if uh, Kowatch retires, because he's not a you know how old is he? Kowatch, thirty something. He's got three more years. He's got. He's got a few. Yeah, three oh. thirty-one, I think. Okay, good. But you know what's going to happen? He's going to start declining like Fidal, yeah, and exactly. then he'll play some games, and some games he'll play only forty-five minutes. So you know. I mean, he can he, yeah. imagine he turns into like a uh, he becomes like a, an attacking option where he's like a reserve center back slash like <laughs> he's actually coming on when we're losing, you know, to just kind of play like D, but also just like sprint forward often. 
It's like the opposite of like He's normally center back. <laughs> yeah, normally like cams like like skulls for example or Rooney like they'll come like from like a ten position to like an eight or even a six, whereas Kawats will go from like the center back to like up top. <laughs> He'll do just the reverse of that. That's a possibility. I mean, hey, I'll take it, man. I'll take Quats at striker all day long, bro. It's so awesome um, when he's roaming up the field and just chasing down every ball. <laughs> my favorite is when he randomly ha- like decides to go on a run and he'll get by two, three guys like easily. Yeah. And he's just like there. He passes it off to the wing, continues his run. Every good center back, every um, good center back that I've ever known personally, or like in you know that I've watched, has that in them. It's a it's a good center yeah. back trait, you know. Exactly. Um, let's get into uh, this question right here from uh, from James Reich, uh, Matthias Reich's cousin. All of us, I, I, I'm assuming. Um, <laughs> what do we make of the the argument between Amuring and and uh, Matthias Reich? Obviously, I think if I'm not, if I understood it correctly, uh, Amuring kind of upset that Matthias Reich ended up getting a yellow right towards the end of like right before yeah. getting subbed off because he went off on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph, what what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I agree with Demuring. That that yellow card was unnecessary because we were controlling so the game. It was time wasting yellow. Did yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was no need to to was waste. He intention- was he doing it intentionally, or did he just not? Did he forget? Uh, apparently, Demuring afterwards on on the conference, he, he said that uh, it was a mistake by uh, Matheus Reis, but he he basically said he should have been more careful and more conscientious. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with Demuring because. We get yellow cards so easily, and you—you you guys do know how much each yellow card is. Hmm. It's two hundred fifty euro. Oh, that's nothing for Sporting. Is oh. it really? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know that. Yeah. Actually, that, that makes sense. Insane. That makes sense. Think of Sunday. Sunday league yellow doesn't cost you anything. They never report that. They only ever report oh, the okay. fines for like fan like engagement. red cards, club pay, and fines like ten. Exactly. Now it gives you. A- <laughs> A different perspective, doesn't it? Why so many yellow cards are shown in the Portuguese league and red cards? Because that's mm. the way Liga makes money. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's like it's like cops and tickets. It's not officially, you know, they tell them to give more tickets for revenue for the for the for the city or whatever. But I but mean, they might they they might have a quota to hit. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Yep. I actually have never never heard that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. These are the gems you only get from Steph. <laughs> How about you though, Chris? What do you what do you make of uh the little argument towards the end? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I support our fearless leader and, and coach. Uh <laughs> give it to him, bro. It's a stupid yellow. Yell at him. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah he's, bye, he's, he's so important in our team now. He's doing amazing things. So I want him to play. I think we have what eleven games left. Yeah, uh, which is talk- scary to think. You know, it's yeah. like seems really low. <laughs> yeah, if, if and you, you can- need two of them to be an L. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> if you count us in Portugal, then it's uh, thirteen. If we yeah, yeah, the yeah, final, yeah. it's fourteen. Yeah, so we might have three more Champions League games if we turn this around. Another two. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Well, if we're lucky. <laughs> um sticking or no actually I'll, I'll get to that later on um let's talk about the big the big controversial point 
Um, the the red card on Juan Silva, uh, former Braga player, dirty fuck. You, you look at him and he looks like a dirty player. Um, clear red, right, guys? There, there's no debating it. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, yeah, no, no debating. I mean, and and it's not because of uh, the the picture we saw about the uh, Pedro Pulo's leg later. Uh, you could see that uh, he had, uh, uh, he, he fully intentionally, maliciously, he did it purposely. Uh, because when he kicked the ball, he, he, he could have gone with his foot the other way, not to not to touch Pujo. But he, he purposely lowered his foot and he, he scraped his, his uh, entire leg. Uh, and to me, that was a good red card, good call by the VAR. And it's about time on Sporting <laughs> Games. Uh, so yeah, good good red card. Uh, no doubts in my mind. I mean, you could see his face, his facial expressions, that he was kind of enjoy, enjoying it. And uh, to me, it's like he should never play in the Portuguese That's league a ever again. Former Sporting Easter, bro. Uh, former Sporting Legend. Silva. Oh, oh no, fuck! It's not. It's, no, the the one, he played the Braga. Now, Raul Silva was a center back for No, for no, Braga. you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Juan Silva, Juan Silva was a meter as well, um, to be honest. But, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the stud was Raul Silva, who's, who is top 10 in the Portuguese league history in red cards now. So, yeah, Raul, Raul Silva is a loan to, uh, a from, from Braga to, uh, to Sturil. He's on a loan. So. Yeah. Um, it, it sucks. I mean, it doesn't suck. From his perspective, he would argue like, oh, I just kicked the ball and I didn't know. But nah. he leaves his leg in there and he gets yeah. it real good. By, by the way, three different occasions in this game, Poro's done for the season. Fuck, this is it. Finally, he's done. He's done. He looks really hurt. He's done. Okay, he's okay. Again. Oh, fuck. For real. Poro's done, dude. And then on this one, I was like... The way he's rolling around, dude, I thought he, like, tore his calf or something. Or ACL, like, oh, yeah. He's done. That's what he's, I thought. There's no way he is not done. He's, like, kind of hurt already, and now he's rolling around like this. And but did you see agony. the clutch? Did you see yeah, the clutch? Yeah. That's why, but, like, that, like, a contusion is better than any, yeah. like, ligament thing. That was, no. like, seven inches long, uh, you know? Yeah, You could yeah. see that Raul Silva enjoyed it every second of it. Dirty fuck, like I said. Yeah, <laughs> really, it was a good red card. Really yeah, good agreed. red card. Agreed. Yeah, I can't see the yeah, complaints. I think it's honestly. a red, also. It's uh, and it's stupid because he ruined the game for his team and any any slight chance that they yeah. would have had. After he that. was on the base for four minutes, I think. Yeah, and then he yeah. just fuck that guy. He's he's trash, bro. He's washed. Retire or go back to Brazil, dude. Just get you're done. <laughs> yeah, it feels too I'm, good to be employing him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of want to touch on Pot. I want to see what you guys thought about his performance to uh, this game, because honestly, it, another Pot frustrating for me at least. Another frustrating Pot performance. I know he got the goal, but aside from the goal, I can't tell you much of what he did. Even him in midfield, it, it was at a point that uh, that Sporting was kind of in control, so it wasn't like we. We really relied on him. And if I'm not mistaken, Ugarte came out and we were already up 2-0. Um, my main question is next game. I mean, we have Sarabia out, so it's very unlikely that we'll take out Pot. I understand that. But do you think at least eventually Pot needs some time on the bench to maybe get his shit together? Or 
or you know it's just some bad form right now and, and he'll turn it around Chris I'll, I'll start with you on that one I know gold point gave him a 7.3 so it's tough on me to even say that but I mean in my yeah, perspective no, if he doesn't get that goal it's largely aided by the goal you know yeah it's, it's like a it's like a 6-1 without the goal you know which is still decent for, it's above average for him recently at least mm. but yeah it's still frustrating but like we talked about earlier he did get some burn at center mid that it was interesting I'd maybe maybe like to see more maybe that's what he needs more of um but i with saravia suspended the game for him to sit is obviously not most likely going to be this upcoming one because maybe if we're lucky we'll get edwards right but um i I think you just got to keep rolling with him and hope that he uh you know builds off this performance at least right because hopefully this is moving in a better direction than his previous, like, three. Facts. Same with you, Steph? Yeah, so um, I don't think we should do it as a, a punishment. I think we should, uh, like, we have to, he has, we haven't had a whole week for a while. So now, this week, we had the whole week to to, to, to practice. So, and that's good for Ruman and Mourinho. When he has a lot more time to talk and uh, to the players and, and and test different tactics, so so I think we needed that. Uh, with that said, uh, if if I'm Ruben Amorim, uh, I want to give a chance to somebody else, and I you know I would talk to Pot and I would tell him in advance. Listen, uh, you've been off a little bit. It's you know you know so I'm gonna give uh, uh, this player uh, you know let's say Edwards a chance. But I, I don't think Edwards is ready yet because it takes time to get to know uh, your your team uh, your teammates. It takes time to know the dynamics of of the team. Uh, like like every player that we we've gotten, like uh, Mateus Reis, it took it took time for him to go into the team and so on. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if he benches him one day uh, because he is not performing as good as he was in last year. And it's not even about the goals. It's about how many passes he's missing. Uh, he's not connecting with the midfield as good as uh, last year as well. And that's kind of disappointing to me. So if if they, if somebody else stepped in and into the pitch that's motivated in practice every day and the woman and Mourinho sees that, I think he might give them a, give that person a chance. And if it's Edwards, it's Edwards. If it's Nunsense, it's Nunsense. If it's... Uh, uh, let's put uh, uh, Slimani and Paulinho together. Let's give it a shot. And he benches him. I, I wouldn't be surprised. So am I slightly disappointed with Pedro Gonçalves? I am. Uh, and it's not so much about the goals he's missing. It's more about the passages missing and put the team in constant danger in counterattack. Because uh, yeah. when, when we don't hold the, the ball up front, then we're constantly suffering the consequences of the counterattacks from the other team. Agree. Agree. And that's like uh, the most frustrating thing with me too, is even his like Jugadas are like a little, fr- I, uh, I'm recalling the one play in Man City where I don't know if it was 0-0 or one nothing at the time, but he's like kind of through and he's just like stumbling on the ball. And I think it's like Ruben Diaz or something. They end up coming back. Yeah, he should have just went for it. It's like, bro, we might not ever fucking get down here again. For 35 minutes, just rip it, you know? Yeah. Fox, Fox. So that was, that was the only annoying thing there. 
Um, but agreed. Uh, I can't really make much else of this game in terms of questions. So um, unless there's anything left to say, let's go with man of the match. I think I know what you two might go for. So let me just start. And I'm giving mine to my boy. I think I've given him about like six man of the matches this so far this season. But no, none more deserving than this. Came out like this week that his nickname is Ronaldinho. Over the weekend, I was saying he's 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 what Roberto Carlos wants to be or wishes he was. I'm giving it to Matheus Reis. He was dominant, dominant performance. And it just helps out my uh, my argument that he's better at left wing back than he is at left center oh, back. It's, it, I don't think you can anyone can make that argument anymore that he's better at center back. He's you can still make the argument that he's better than others on the team. He's better than Neto, he's Fair. better than Asgaiwa. You might see him at all. You can maybe make those arguments, but yeah. He's the best left wing back on the team. Easily. Easily. Max. Yep. How about you, Chris? Uh yeah, the goat race. The goat. Is it three for three stuff? No. I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Inacio just because he had some big shoes like to fill. Yeah. Uh, you know, to watch and like like Chris said offline as well. I mean, we, we spoke a lot offline. Um uh, Inacio we didn't even notice Kowach wasn't on the pitch. Uh, and to me, that it speaks volumes about the United's quality of leadership and performance-wise. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I like that shout. Special mention to Sarabia, of course. Um, but, yeah, uh, sure. yeah, some good man of the matches there. Uh, biggest news, and then uh, I'll pass it back off to you, Chris. But uh, I think the biggest news that we all want to talk about is um, Vinag actually – is a officially you know, a starting purchase. I was not so pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed that they were not transparent. Obviously, this is a theme we'll talk about later. Was it 20 games? Is it 25 games? Why are they shielding him? Is he really hurt? Why is he missing? All of that for the, the truth to be the whole time. In December, we all could have, or like, I think in December, after the Dortmund game, right? We all... Yeah. Right at the buzz, at the whistle of the Dortmund game was when we knew, but we didn't find out until like a couple of days ago, which is just pisses me off. And yeah, it's it's fucked up. It's a super inflated value. It's fifty percent. It's a George Benz kickback. It's it's everything, you know. <laughs> to me, it's just ridiculous. I mean, we're going on about uh, Matheus Reis, and and of course, part of it is like somewhat kidding, like. You know, it, it, it comes at a point where, like, with Matheus Reis that we didn't expect it. So anything he does right now is just – it's hilarious because of how good he's playing. But the fact we were, that – We were all content if he just became a solid starter that wasn't, like, a, a liability. <laughs> we would be all content if Matheus Reis was a solid bench player coming off yeah. the bench. Like, like we can depend – because, you know, I know a lot of people give Ishgayu shit. But if 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 Matheus Reis was like an Ishgayu, only a bit maybe a bit more reliable, I I think we'd love the guy the same, right? But the fact that he's he's now our best left wing back by far, there's no competing against them, and we still purchased um, Vinag, who who wasn't could in the still same. develop maybe into a decent prospect. He was a decent prospect, I guess he still is. But yeah, it just like if we had the choice, you would never say yes to this. You know, we would. You would never say yeah, right? At the end of the day, though, at the same time, like, okay, he can be a a, a prospect. He's like, what, 23, 24? 10 million for 50%? <laughs> 10 
10 million what because he comes from an english club like english clubs are supposed to be paying inflated places not the other way around man <laughs> it's a it's it's a little crazy steph what, what, yeah. what are your thoughts I, I'm, I'm pretty upset too not because of uh vinagre the player because i like him too and i think i think in the long run since he's gonna be with us for five years we have no choice he's uh, not going anywhere no bro. no no <laughs> So, so I think he, he, he will be a valuable uh, key player in the future. Uh, but the, the only thing that upsets me, and this came out on the debate today at the, on the Sporting TV, uh, and Nun Souza brought it up to Verandes, it's a bad piece of business. And we're not talking about the same thing as when we bought Ruben Amorim for $10 million from Braga. Uh, because now we know that we got we could get 30 million. That's his uh, uh, vicinity clause. It's 30 million, by the way. He also know- showed at Braga in his like 10 games that he had the potential to yeah, be. Yeah, he won a he trophy. He already showed that he won yeah. titles. He won trophies. Yeah, Vinagre yeah. was basically just a good prospect. He was coming yeah. up Eastern exactly. Europe. And then, and then what Nun Souza put Fernandez against the wall. And then it was funny because Verandes, he, he didn't know what to say. And he went back to, ah, I won six titles <laughs> in the football because he didn't know how to respond. But the thing is, in transfer market, the value for Vinagre is $5 million in the transfer market. You yo, could Google the, the it. The fact that could... transfer market was in the debates, yo, the transfer market debate part was awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. That's my so, website, baby. And, and anybody <laughs> could, could go, and go and Google it. It's not me telling you. You could see yourself, and we paid ten million, like you and Chris said, for fifty percent of his pass. For fifty percent of, we paid ten million. So it means this guy is it's worth it twenty million? No way, Jose. Yeah. So that's his, that's his value, mate. Yeah, that, that was a really big piece of, of shit business. Uh, uh, really bad, and. Vinegar. Yeah. But I, yeah. <laughs> vinegar is hilarious. Vinegar, yeah. You could. But I still I still believe in vinagre. I do. Uh, the player, I, I think we should support him as Sporting Gistas, but I'm not going to support to whoever made the decision, if it was Verandas or Hugo Vienna. It, it was no, a bad no, I understand. decision. I, so what um what Paul says here, uh, he was an Emory decision. Like, yeah, Emory saw him play at Family Con. He's like, yeah. it's a good prospect. I'd like to have but him. That, but Amorim wasn't, wasn't on the table. The, the secondary part, the negotiation yeah, aspect. Exactly. Amorim wasn't part of the negotiation. Yeah, no, say, yeah, that was yeah. that was all them. That was all the, the front office, you know. The th- the thing is, you put Sporting against the uh, against the, the back wall because now every club knows. Oh, we can easily, um, you know, negotiate with Sporting with our terms, saying we're going to sell you fifty percent of this pass for this amount, and and it's inflation. And, and now the clubs know that we're willing to to negotiate for 25% or 50% of the pass or 75% of the pass, and, they, and they're exaggerating how much the, the, the value of the player is. And that's not good. Because one day when we, send, when, when we sell Pedro Porto or, or Vinagre, are we going to see that money back? Another thing that, that's also pissing me off about this is it's we still haven't signed Pedro Porro, 
And if I'm not mistaken, it's 8.5 million for 100% or damn near 100%. It's obvious why not. They, we're waiting for the money from Nunmen's. We don't have any money. So we just, we just signed Nunmen's replacement. We can't sign Porro. That doesn't make any sense to me. But we didn't pay anything for it. We didn't pay uh, it. We just had yeah. to pay it. It's just, it's just added to the 2K it, list. We didn't pay exactly. it. Exactly. Installment payments. Exactly. So I think we, payable. We, we're going to start paying after the summer or something. Yeah. Makes sense, then. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I think the, that's that's we hit the nail perfectly on the head. Uh, Chris, take it away on on loose ends, and uh, I mean, really, like let's the debate part, but anything in between that, I guess, before that. Um, yeah, I guess the only other thing this week, other than the debate we're about to get into, was Rafael Leon. It the oh, yeah. Tad ruled that, or Leon appealed that he didn't have to pay, and that Leo had to pay, and then so Tad agreed with that decision. Now, so now Leo has to pay the twenty million, which I guess from our end. We have to feel like it's a decent decision for us. It, I feel like it increases our likelihood of getting the money. But now it's just going to go to a sequence of appeals from Leo uh-huh. now appealing this okay. new decision. So yep. we're not any closer to getting the money, like hitting the bank account. But the process is, I, I guess, moving favorably in our direction. I hope that Leo doesn't win the appeal because then the whole thing is just going to get fucked again. And then we're going to try to go back to Leo and try to get it from him. And it's just going to, Yeah. But a snowball effect. We're moving in the right direction. We need like one or two more decisions, I think, to go our way, and then we'll be Gucci. But that could take like another year at least, easily. No, but no, I, I agree. At the same I, time I, that the, the money agree. goes up, as it takes longer, it'll become 22 mil, 23 mil, because it started at 16, and it's been like, what, four years? Or yeah, it's been like four or five years almost now. So the longer it gets, the, the interest rate just goes up, I guess. Hey, uh, Juicebox Liali, you brought up a good point. Um, let Manchester City pay his salary. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good He's point. He's about to get a salary raise to 4 million uh, euros. Um, but the rumor was AC Milan was waiting to see what the court's decision was to offer him that new contract. I think he was talking about Pedro Pouk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chris is talking about. There we go. You're back. You're back again. Okay. I, uh, I see that I have one bar, so I'm just giving it a second to see if I go away again. Um, oh, fuck. But what were you saying about – I think Lial is talking about Pizipuru. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Man yeah. City is keeping a salary. Oh, yeah, I see yeah. what they're saying. That's well, why we have until I... June 30th. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's until June 30th, I think. So, yeah, they're – yeah. They're not. I mean, they're not fronting anyone money ahead of schedule, right? That's not something that's occurring I, here. So the, the only thing, the only thing I mentioned not about the Pedro one is like you see how intrigued he is to our to our team, and you know we've been talking, we've been flirting with the idea of us buying Pedro Poru for he's I bought. can't even say months anymore, he's for at bought. least a year. Fair, he's bought. I remember the, the fucking tweets with the Howard Mary Demerald. You know, he's Mary Demerald at the worst, where he's bought and then immediately flips. But so, I don't even know if that's gonna happen maybe. anymore. It keeps getting hurt, you know. Yeah, that's true. But that that's all I that's all I was saying, you know, where we won't buy a guy who's so crucial to our team, but we'll buy Vinag who hasn't played since Ajax. Um but anyways, that's that's the that's the last point. Um the the Rafael Leon. I don't know if you were saying anything else about that, Chris. Um 
Yeah, yeah. I was just saying AC Milan was waiting to see the result of this court hearing to offer him his new $4 million a year salary. Because if Why? the court had ruled against him and he had just signed the fat new salary right before, then it would have been bad for him. And Sporting would have been like, okay, give us all your money. <laughs> Which <laughs> sucks for him, but he's definitely hyped off the court's decision. I think it's good for Sporting. Let's see what happens now. Leave it at that. Yeah, I, I agree with Chris. It's good for Sporting because it's a club now. Any club, when they owe mo- so much money to another club, they can be penalized by their UEFA and so on. So it's it's better, much better. Yeah. 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 Agreed. I honestly think AC Milan should still give him the four million, whether he's making that or not. Sporting's after their money, so uh, pay up, boy. Um. Anyways, Chris, take it away. The bots. Okay. Um. So, I guess just like general overview. Um, just like my, we'll get into specific topics and we'll debate them ourselves, I guess. But just my general view was that, um, Verandas was that was a typical Verandas performance. He typically doesn't do himself too many favors when he goes in front of a camera like this. Nope. He, he did, he did make a point that he was like at certain points, he was like a two on one, which, like, I mean. I guess yeah, you're the you're the incumbent, bro. Like you yeah, don't really exactly. take that many questions. You're not really you don't really make it a point to be like open to people about what's going on always. So you have to sit for one time for two hours, bro. Like I don't feel bad for you. Um, and yeah, and so it was just I don't think he helped himself overall. I think he hurt himself. Any anyone that was sold on you know his program, I don't think they changed their mind. Um, he stuck to his guns. He had some talking points. He got cornered a few times, but you know, overall, if anything, he maybe hurt himself slightly, but I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference to him. I thought Nunez. Gotta get, uh, damn it. gotta get Chris a new Comcast. God damn it, bro! How much? How much of that was uh, was lost? You lost. You yeah, not the lost. whole thing. You left off at um, basically like for those sold off on Verandas. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, there was, yeah. He slightly hurt himself. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, he slightly hurt himself, but not, probably not enough to make a difference, right? Um. So it was a slow start, I thought, but definitely peaked as the night went on. Got more confident as he started to get some of his lines in. Um, and the debate towards the end, like, we're doing 40 minutes about a topic, 40 minutes about a topic, and then we're getting to the end, and it's like four minutes, five minutes. We're jumping from topic to topic. Um, not planned out well at all. No. Um, but at the same time, I liked, like, 40 minutes to talk about financials, so I think that's fucking important. But it's mm-hmm. also dry, it's boring. People are tossing accusations at one another. But and, it's also uh, it's healthy. It's healthy. Uh, yeah, it needed yeah. to happen. It needed to happen. It was it, it was um, sporting. It was sporting TV. So the, I, I don't think the time should have mattered. Like he could have he could have gone as long as he wanted because it was sporting. Yeah, TV. why were they such in a hurry? Like, yeah, I'm like, it's it's they just it's keep true. going all night. What's, yeah. what's on after this? A replay what's the big the deal? Game? Yeah, because yeah. it's getting late. I mean, a lot of sporting they, they, did, want, they definitely did go over time, but like, keep yeah. going. Keep going. I was loving the debate between Nunes and think Verandes. One, the one definitely Verandes definitely didn't want to keep going. So yeah, nah. 
It's not in his best interest probably to keep going either. Not only that, it was it was past his bedtime, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was getting late, I guess. But yeah, I thought that too. They're like, we only have a few more minutes. I'm like, why though? Like what? Like <laughs> what's on after this? Something. That I feel really me, me, me personally, I, I felt that uh, uh, Nunso's uh, he had some valid points. Uh, Oliveira. Uh, he was just on the way. I mean, if he was there or not, it was it would have been the he, same thing. He came out really strong in the first. I missed like the first fifteen minutes, so I missed Fernandez like introduction. <laughs> Food. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. What is he? Is he like stealing the internet from his parents or something? <laughs> no, I think it's his neighbors. God <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it! I think I'm yeah. back now. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, yeah, I, I, just, I just, I just missed the the Verandas introduction. But yeah, Oliveira, I thought had like a good beginning. He had like a really good like second monologue, but then he 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 got he tapered off massively and. uh whatchamacallit, um, he, when he got cornered about, like, who's the secret investor that you have that's going to bring in $100 million? He, like, didn't even have an answer, bro. It's like, how, how you knew someone was going to say something to you about that and you didn't prepare an answer. Idiotic. No. You looked no. like an idiot after that. He looked like a complete idiot. It just canceled out, like, the 20 good minutes that he just had, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think what saved, saved uh, Verandes from... Um... <laughs> not losing these elections was winning the championship last year and uh the Tessa de Liga um and his administration did, did a decent job with a number of things like the modalities we won a bunch of international trophies I think a total of 12 or uh or 13 um and also the uh, uh I was very impressed with the quality of uh, the uh sporting community communication they have improved a lot with the backstage, uh, with the ADN Sporting. Uh, that, that's for, that's where we got really, really good. Um, the, the things I, I wanted to I wanted to see being debated, it was the finances of the club, and nobody likes to talk about that because it's not a popular topic. Um, but we still owe ninety five million to to uh, our suppliers and stuff like that. That's a lot of money. Uh, what are we doing about that? You know? Um, Here, here's the thing for me that honestly very much pissed me off uh, when they were talking about the VMOX. The, yeah, the, the, the stock market thing, as, as well, yeah. Just the, re the repurchasing of the, the, of the debt that's owned by the banks. Um, that's coming to a conclusion in 2026. Um, like, Verandas made it seem like we're, we're, we're doing it, we're on our way, we're about to do it. It's almost done, actually, he said. It's almost done. Like, bro, no, it's not. You you just are saying that to take the heat off of you in this in-person debate. But that's not true because he said the same thing in 2018, the exact same thing. It's not new news. The price that they have, it's been the same. And the thing is, for me, if he had a plan to repurchase them, that would be his entire campaign. And he would be actively talking about it. He would be bragging about his plan because he would be the man that was saving the side and saving the club. And he'd be like, it's almost done. I just we're, vote for me and this club is saved. I already did all this and now we're about to save it. Um, he he doesn't do that because also like the entire, like a large part of the Nuno Sosa campaign and Oliveira campaign is about this. 
So they would not be able to talk about this issue if you had a finalized plan that you were bragging about, or it would come off a lot worse. So like, I think he was just bullshitting that. I don't think he has any any plan that we don't know about. At least he's not further along than he was three years ago. I mean, I think I think it would have been he would have been better off saying, "Listen, I'm not an expert in finances, but my so and so is, and they're working on that." And as soon as I have an update, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Because I'm that's not, not good enough. That's I know. Not a good enough I, know. I, I, I know, Chris. I, I I understand, but you know, finances is complicated as it is. And I, I would I would just tell the the Sportingistas. I promise you that uh, I don't think it's Zen anymore. That he will talk about it soon. You know, and then to explain what's yeah. going on. Because, like he said, we should have known about Vinagre's deal after we qualified against Dortmund. I don't like mm -hmm. when when he's hiding things from Sportingistas, because who owns the club? It's Susas Sporting. Okay. So he's supposed to be upfront with us, and I didn't like that about Verandes. Like, why are you the hiding stuff the, from us? The part at the end where he's talking about expanding the voting and nucleus and the I voting, I, I like couldn't even take him serious. It's like, bro, you said all this in 2018, and then just proceeded to, to not even take one active step to make this happen. Like, how am I supposed to just take you seriously? Just you're mentioning it in passing one time in this debate, like. Don't, don't don't get me wrong. I, I mean, it, it, man. He, he made some good things happen. Like uh, he invested two million in academy. He replaced all the uh, the pitches. Uh, he he, re, he renewed all the academy. Well, you know, it, it's something that you you have to to give him credit for. Uh, the chow hall. I mean, the cafeteria was renewed, uh, indoors, everything. You have to give him credit for that. Uh, now it's called the uh, academy Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, th that's a big step as well, but th the thing yeah, I don't the like green chairs too. the green yeah. chairs as well, uh, the the Nike deal as well. But why not the naming of the stadium? Why not the naming of of the of of the pavilion? Uh, the the Sporting Gises in Portugal, they have to stop being so traditional, because we could be making money if we if 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 uh, Pavilion Zon Rocha also was called uh, Pavilion MetLife. If MetLife was to, to pay us $10 million, why not? And the stadium, you know, I, I don't get it. We need money, and we, we're being traditional. Oh, but no, it's not the concept. Thanks, you put it on Rocha. But why? Yeah. If, if a company like MetLife, example, wants to give us $10 million to have their name displayed as saying, Pavilion MetLife, what's the big deal? It's not like Sporting is making a lot of money. We we need money, so let's be creative. Any new revenue stream is welcome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 that's what the and I don't think that's Fernandez's fault. I, I think it's more a, a a a the cultural the Portuguese culture like accepting new avenues. It's like a país não pode acontecer. Alguma vez é pensar o pavilhão já valado agora vai se mudar para MetLife. Yeah, but for example, for example, in my eyes, in my eyes, or I'll ask you guys, where do the Lakers play? And if somebody says crypto, I will fly out. Crypto.com. I will fly out to Philadelphia and punch the fuck out of you guys. The me, the Lakers play at Staples Center. Whether it's fucking crypto.com center right now or not, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. 
Or or yeah. or for for the Torontonians yeah. at least that might watch this, you know. But to me, the, like, Jay, the Jays uh, the Jays play at the fucking Sky Dome, bro. They don't play at the Rogers or the Scotia Bank Arena now. I don't know yeah, exactly. That. But but they paid that money to have exactly. their name. But every fan knows it's a staple arena. No, no one is calling it crypto. And exactly. it would have been the same thing in Portugal. It would have exactly. been the same thing. But because of the sausage of sporting some traditionalized, and I'm speaking to like this in Portuguese, because it, it really upsets me. Like, fuck, we need the money. So let's not be picky about things like that, you know? Anyway, and then this... All right, I'm going to go to the next topic. Uh, hold so on, hold on. Hold, gonna... Let me just, because I was quickly go reading, like, the synopsis on, on Ebola. I haven't watched the debate the debate yet. I'm going to try to find it on YouTube, and I'll post it out on the uh, on the page. I'll, I'll bring it on the screen real quick. One thing that I like that I think we all mentioned, but uh, that Nuno Souza actually did mention, and I'll, I'll read it in my broken Portuguese, but he says here, temos de encher o Estado, é, blah, 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 blah. não vamos estar à espera de 2026, é preciso resolver o mais rápido possível. O que nós vemos é que o Sporting está em cumprimento e pode vir um John Texter e comprar. Meaning, we continue the way we're going, spending the way we are, and not That's managing finances be, yeah, perfectly. The, yeah. the way we joke about our rivals and the John Texter and blah, 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 is the same road we're heading. So... That's my that's I'm with you guys. That's my thing. And my only my only critique on on this whole election season. This is the only debate, right? Yeah. The lack of the election. All together. All together. Yes. This is uh, the only debate. And, and elections is when? May, March 5th. 5th. March 5th. Yes. So it's I'm not voting. Days from, it's like nine days from now. Yeah. I'm not yeah. voting. I have yet to get my ballot. Have you guys got unless your it comes unless it comes like in the next day and we do like expedited shipping which i yeah. would do if it comes in the next couple days i want i want a refund on my on my fucking on my fucking saucy payments yeah. on my quarters we can get to, we'll, we'll get to that i guess i mean okay. it's 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 obvious that uh, frederick Fernandez will win but i, I like the yeah. debate today's debate and he, it was the only debate because Fernandez declined declined the invite from nunsoza to have a one-on-one -on -one debate mm -hmm. So Which, it shows. Sosa pulled up a record of the article that said from his 2018 campaign, this is what I want to do. Yes, he yes. He was just calling yeah. him on the ship from 2018. He was like literally reading his 2018 yeah. pamphlet. That yeah. was that was a good moment for him. From know? record, from record. Yeah. yeah. He had like yeah. four things. He's like, and you said this, and you said, it's like, uh, yeah, all this shit. Voting nuclear, I voting, one-on-one uh, -on -one debates, uh, I think, second round I, elections if you don't get the majority. Just a lot of yeah. shit that just never got yeah. an I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. What I, what I would like to see is uh, I, would, I would love to see if we could uh, do a swap uh, like Verandas for Nun Souza and also welcome Inacio and keep the remaining of the administration. I would go for that. Mm -hmm. Seriously. I mean, the administration of Verandas is not so bad. I don't know if they have enough leverage. <laughs> the the, the is, is the uh, the bad apple. I mean, as a president, I don't it, like the really president. Sucks. I'm not really a fan of the communications guy. I'm not really a fan of the finances guy. No, I like uh, the communications new, I don't know, guy. I don't know. I don't hate his new I don't hate his new Mesa disassemblage at all yet because I don't know as, what he's. Up ah, to okay. Yet. He's yeah, he's gone. Have they? Because yeah, so Rajari Elves is gone. Gone. Has Verandes, has Verandes named a replacement? No, he didn't even explain yeah, yeah. why oh, yeah. he left. 
Oh yeah. Well, he didn't but, announce. But it. he has a new guy on his. He has a new yeah. list out. Like his list is finalized. There is a. Okay. Well, his list was never was never displayed to the Sportingistas. Mm -hmm. He never displayed his list. A few folks really? left, and uh, a few yeah. Uh, Nun Souza oh, called him out. It. He, he said Abu uh, Abu Kirk left. He didn't he, explain he, that. He, he he bare bones pamphlet. No campaign. No events. No nuclear visits. Not updating his nada, like, nada, zapping. nada. He just nada. he's just trying to just coast. If he could have not gotten out of tonight, he would have, you know. Um, all right, finally we're gonna move on to the next topic. So the players at fifty percent, um, definitely a major topic. I guess the pro argument would be this is the reality of the club. This helps us get cheap players or players that we wouldn't be able to afford for cheaper. Um, I would counter and say. If this is the reality of our club, why do we not see like tons of club that's everywhere doing this? Why does it really only seem like it's us? Um, what do you guys make of it? Man, Braga doesn't even do this for the most part. And even if they did do that, they because they do it on some players, it's a joke because we're we're currently the champions of Portugal, Champions League, Champions League looking guaranteed. Verandas, I think, also has a quote on here that I was reading on Abala just now saying that this year the, they've broken all records, or at least this quarter they've broken all records of uh, – hold on, I'll, I'll pull it up here somewhere. Um, in terms the squad of, valuation uh, – the squad valuation being the highest has ever been is not true. Been before. No. No. But I, don't, I don't know. I have to say, he, he says this. Estamos em fevereiro de sempre de uh, excluindo vendas de jogadores. So, why are we? What's, what's this fifty percent bullshit then? At, at the same time, now what it means? What it means is receitas and all that stuff. So I, I don't doubt that because now finally the it's stadium just, it's, it's, is it's open again. Peanuts, yeah, peanuts. and merchandise is the really, values. The values, the values we're good. talking about. We're like okay, the merchandise sales went from seven hundred k to two million. It's like yeah, yeah, bro, that's a fat increase, but like. It's not enough that we're like the club is set now off of the difference, you know. The one three million, it, we're 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 good, you know. Like, yeah, it's good. We like things are up, boosted. Like, I'm, I, I mean, did they did they get there by increasing tickets? Um, because Maybe. it's definitely not from packing it out week in and week out. And it, it yeah. beginning of the season, pandemic, um, pandemic is an excuse, but also we have record operational um, revenue. He said both things, you know, within an hour. I mean, I I get the 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 uh, making deals at fifty percent with certain players, but it can be the all norm. Of them? It can yeah. be the norm for all of them. Yeah, that exactly. that can, cannot happen. And and I think that's the tendency now from the club selling into Sporting is if you did it with Pot, if you did it with with Edwards, if you did it with this player, now nah, we want the, the same one that deal. probably makes the most sense out of all of these because, like, Victoria only the has English tax, yeah. yeah, and that so too, like, yeah, so very true, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tottenham retained the, the other Pot, 50%. Pot, I mean, family Gower had a hundred percent, and we just chose to buy half. Also, there's the thing when we do the 50 percent, we inflate it, right? So, if we not or Pot is valued at like when we bought him, he's probably valued, we probably bought him for what he was valued at for a hundred percent, right. He's probably valued at like six, seven, and we bought, we paid that for fifty percent. So it's not like we got some sick discount, and it's like because his argument is, 
this helps us access players that we wouldn't be able to access otherwise. Vinag, um, inflated. Um, uh, like, even Tabata, I would say, was definitely inflated. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but I think Nunu Santos is fifty percent too, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could think be wrong he's like seventy five. Yeah, okay, he's a little bit more. Yeah, but but the thing is, the thing is with these. Okay, so let me throw you a curveball. So Pot, we bought him fifty percent of his pass, and then we bought him for six million, I think, from for Melly Gown, mm -hmm. right? Six, okay, six point five. Yeah. Okay, so last year he had the best performance of his entire career, and this is me thinking as. A manager for money, financial guy, uh, just finances. That's Which is how you should yeah. always be thinking because that's these guys. That's their job, basically. Yeah. What they're so so. That's when we should have sold him. It was last year, because now his value is declining because he's not having a good performance. So he lost. He was at thirty million. Now his value is dropping. So it's it, as a timing to sell players. And sometimes, uh, and you know, is you know who's right on the money with this lately? Antonio Salvador de Braga. When he has to sell, he has to sell because he knows he's going to make a chunk of money. And his, his timing, his timing is, is perfect. It, that's the way it should be. I understand mm -hmm. that the price of Sporting is so no, you have to keep pot for another for another year to be competitive. And I agree, I agree with that. But now we risk. whispers that in his ear. Yeah, like, but now we risk to lose a lot of money because we didn't sell him at the perfect timing. Like Hupalini, you guys mentioned it. If he doesn't play, it will lose value. And then last this summer, most likely he'll be sold. So he, we're gonna have to play him. So we he keeps his value, and we sell him for a reasonable amount of money. And then. It make we're gonna have to sell somebody this summer because of we course. have to pay we have to pay our bills. Sporting mm -hmm. is not a club of the Premier League that if you play in the Champions League, the the stadiums are still full and they have up money up the wazoo from the TV. They rights. will they will be fine. The Verandas this is what I fear. The Verandas administration will be fine because they'll keep uh they're already advanced three years of the TV contract, they'll keep advancing the rest of that. Um, until the end of their mandate, they'll they'll find some other revenue streams. They'll sell some players. They'll strip down some assets, and then the person that comes after that will be just absolutely fucked. They'll have no money for the VMOX. They'll be so behind on everything. The TV contract will be another four more years and have no more money left. Like that's what I truly fear. I don't think the fucking is coming right now but it is coming in like 2026 it's coming yeah yeah i think i think me personally to wrap it up on from my end i think personally sooner or later sporting and and i'll and i'll throw even Befica, porto uh and guimarães and braga sooner or later our clubs will just be like chelsea arsenal manchester united manchester city a rich millionaire, billionaire guy wants to buy the club and will be forced to say yes because we'll be in so much debt that we'll, we'll have no choice. Texas yeah. flirting with Porto now. They yeah. think it was just the tipping with, with him a few months I think, ago. I think the only countries that heavily believe in uh, it's still Portugal and Spain. Uh, and Germany. And Germany too. And Germany. Well... 
not Leipzig. really. Leipzig not, have like not a loophole. Leverkusen. <laughs> no, not okay, maybe I don't know about Leverkusen, but right, but Leipzig but they have a loophole them, yeah. where it's still owned. Yeah. It's owned by fans, but these fans just so happen to be like fucking billionaire Red Bull shareholders. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, there's a loophole around that one, but for the most part, like Dortmund, it's fan owned. For example, Schalke fan owned. What about Bayern Munich? Bayern Munich, I think, is also fan owned. Okay. Yeah, they were trying to get the Qatar Airways sponsorship cut. The fans were because, like, in theory, it's yeah. their club. It'd be like us, like the sausages rising up. It's like it's our club, you know. Like we have the right to say this to them, you know. Yeah. But listen, um, I'm not, I, I'm not against that idea anyway. So if if a billionaire wants to buy the club, and because billionaires, when they buy something, they want to make money. So, that's, but that's the problem. Is the only want to make. I know. That's my only issue. I know. Because I, it could I be, cannot. it could be like uh, Mike Ashley in Newcastle, where you know they come over, they bring some millions, and then Spartans doesn't Japan, perform, and then it's like more okay, of fucking. Bye bye. There's more fuckings than there are heroes from the billionaires. Exactly. I feel like the, yeah. the Sheikh Mansour for PSG or whatever, or he's a hero, for, I guess. City, yeah. But they're not all heroes. The QPR got fucked. Cardiff City got yeah. fucked. I'm just thinking of yeah. random English clubs that got fucked. I don't think we'll ever pay our bills, I have to tell the truth. Bro, we'll even look keep, at Evan, we'll just have, like, keep, one of the we'll richest owners. Yeah. The only way to the only way to play to pay our bills is like uh, Fiorentina. Uh you just uh you know get demoted, uh chapter eleven, chapter seven, and then uh, you change one letter and you become sporting sporting Portugal. Sporting with a Z, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then you become a brand new. I don't know. So, yeah. and, and last last point on what you brought up, and uh, last point for me, um, and Steph, maybe you'll help me out with this because recetas is that revenue or is that sales? Because no, if that's that's revenue, revenue. okay, that's all yeah. I ask. Because I'm assuming we're making more money in sales, but I I'm also assuming our overhead is ridiculous. I mean, Nike kits, fucking. Um, you know the 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 stadium the stadium revamp. Thank God. But then the the pitch, which is an absolute disaster. I can only imagine how much money that was spent. Was that brought up on the debate? Did yes, you any, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, and yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. any money that was saved initially by switching has now we paid more because we've had more, to fix it a yeah. ton of times. You know, so so we definitely the, lost money and have a shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the the initial contractor, it took him a while to get it together, but then he got it together. When he got it together, that's when we replaced it. So and they do the Benfica and the Porto yeah. pitch, among others. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and they were the, yeah. they were doing ours before this. So it's like yeah. Yeah, they're obviously the most reputable. Because it's a problem with the way the stadium was built, and it affects the yeah, the the pitch. So the the old company found a, found a, a, a good balance, and then we fucked it up. But when we switched. I thought it was um, interesting because one of the things that we're, I'm going to go back to the transfer market thing because the tra we're there, they're talking about transfer market. And so the first instance when he was called on it was Nuno Sosa called on it because they were talking about, but I was just saying the 50% allows us to access players that we wouldn't be able to and save money. And then Nuno Sosa is like, you're inflating the values based on the transfer market valuations, you know, et cetera. Um, so it's like, Veranda, and then the, Veranda's also claimed that the squad is the most valuable that it's ever been. It's close, but it's technically not the most valuable that the squad's, um, ever been. And that's based on transfer market 
uh, valuations that he's Fernandez is basing that off of. That's what his claim. So it's like he's trying to take credit for transfer market valuations, but then he's also dismissing it when it's his valuations for fifty percent. So it's like, are you are you doing transfer market or are you not doing it? Because you're yeah. saying both, you know. So right. Anytime transfer market's a shout out. Uh, hell yeah. What did you guys think of the big, the big announcement of, of Nuno Souza saying that uh, Agosio Inacio is one of his advisors? Any Anything? I, 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 I like that, but I, I, to tell the truth, when I when I think about Inacio, I think of him as a great player and, and coach, but I don't think he has the uh, enough tools in his toolbox to be a, a great, a great uh, director. That's a, a totally different platform and ball game, um, and, and I don't think he's good enough for that. To tell the truth, I only partially disagree, but I'm not. I can't remember what his role was under Bruno de Carvalho. That's my only thing, because from what I remember, he did do a good job under Bruno, and then once George Zouj came in, uh, he left because George Zouj preferred to work with Otavio. Um, and then we all know how that history yeah. played out. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's only good because, you know, Inacio, a, a club legend, so it's always easier. It's like um, when, um, uh, what's his name, came out with uh, Peter Schmeichel last election. Uh, he's dead now. What's his name now? Not dead. I'm kidding. But uh, Benedito. When Benedito yeah, came out yeah, with yeah. Peter Schmeichel. It's a name. It's a club legend. It, it, you know, it, I'm surprised but, no one um, did any, any move like that where they're like, oh, if we – because no one wants to go against Modim. Um, but That's I'm surprised thing, no one exactly. didn't. I guess, I guess, uh, no one I think it's has, just... has the uh, Juan Rocha advisor in as his, I think, mag is it mm. the, the older guy? Um, so I guess that's kind of like a splash ish. Um, but yeah, no one's promising uh, uh, Ranieri or. As they shouldn't, though. Like, you're an idiot. If you, if you come on here saying, like, you know, Mourinho is gone and I'm getting... Or you're going to bring Gary yeah. Henry as the sporting no. or oh, something oh, like, oh. Abstract, but like that. The, the, the attitude they said they would keep on Mourinho, that's smart to say that. Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. Verandes, yeah, didn't like, he didn't like talking about the pre-Mourinho era, uh, as, he, as he wouldn't. And, and honestly, a lot of Saucius are... Obviously, more more think more about the things that happened more recently, so mm -hmm. I don't blame him. But yeah. what are you yeah. doing for me now, sort of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mateus Nunes, though, that was one of his one of his best signings for one million uh, euros. Yeah, that's true. But um, there's not that many. There's not that. There's a lot more not great signings than there are good signings, and even the good signings. Or not on that favorable deals to the club, which is the other thing. So it's like no, many, I mean, I mean, how many in great a, players has he signed? No, on? I don't agree with that. Uh, no, no, we, we have good signings as far as performance wise. We this don't have season. good signings as financially. Oh, year this season, yes, this that's season. what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this season, yes, yes, yeah, I, I yeah, agree. The other two seasons where they were no, it, it was uh, not, there's literally nothing, dude. There's nothing, nothing. nothing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Bunch yeah. of fucking doombias in Eduardo. The, the thing is, too, is like even the sales have been like our biggest sales. Okay, Nuno Minch so far as this uh, administration's right. Bruno Fernandes. Whether we think we want to, I mean, I can debate whether it was a good deal or not, seeing as right now he's a captain of probably this, at this moment, the second biggest 
club in England in terms of fans and all of that. Um, but that was a that wasn't his purchase. Wendell wasn't his purchase. Rafinha, another sale that we can even critique, wasn't his purchase. Um, we go into again the sales. Okay, that you have summer, sport, that year, you. Sporting had the record number of, of sales. It was like 170 million or something. And how many of them were his signings? He stripped it down. Yeah, he stripped it down for sure. And we're still so, so fucked on. We still so, owe so many people money. Yep. We owe so many agents money from all those deals. Um, in theory, he like got money from some of the rescinded players, but so much of that was just lost, and the valuations were low. And, and like there's a the day, probably like eight mil came in for Patricio just exactly. And there's a there's a tweet about that uh, our boy Matt Paiva put out in terms of um you know how quick people are to critique the Vinag deal but aren't quick to sort of give Verandas praise in terms of the purchase which which is a valid argument I think um it's just it's there there's not more good sale or uh, good purchases than there are bad purchases you know. If anything, they're even at this point because the last year and a half, two years have been so pretty great. much, pretty much. Yeah. So agree. that's another thing with Verandas, you know. The only the only good thing with Verandas I can say or his administration is maybe they're finally getting their shit together because recently there have been good sales. Verdict still out with Zinad. Verdict about about Amorim at least. Uh, like obviously Verandas likes to lean on Amorim for a lot of his success. And obviously, you can credit Amorim with a lot of it. But Nuno Sosa is like, Amorim is the communications director. He's like the first team coach. He's the scouting director. Like, yeah. he's eventually going to get burned out from being all of those positions for years on end. And it's actually not um, a long-term solution to just keep doing that, to be honest. I think it's a fair point. I think I think it's a, it's a trust issue. I don't think Amorim trusts anybody else. So he has to make the decisions <laughs> himself. Yeah. The, I was scouting department is is we've gotten two big Miguel signings. Miguel Braga doesn't do him any favors helping him no, out. No, Miguel Braga is, is – he, he does a pretty good job in uh, giving it back to Porto and Benfica. That's all. Yeah, like uh, once every two months he could just – No, it's every, every Monday. No, uh, no, no program. Uh, oh, he's on a yeah. show? What, what show is he on? What channel is that? Is that Sport TV or something? Sporting TV, yeah. Oh, it's a Sporting TV. TV. It's yeah. similar. Remember that older guy that used to go on? It's like a similar. It's like a similar show. Okay. Fuck, I'm forgetting his name. The older guy. Oh, anyways, not important. Yeah. I don't really watch Sporting TV's non-live programming. I'll be honest. No, but this was a this was like a very famous like under the BDC administration. Hold on, I'll pull it up. Um, but anyways, continue, continue. No, but I'm pretty much done with that. We could we could talk about the final any final thoughts we might have. Yeah, I guess I mean uh wanna make uh percentage predictions? Yeah. Um I guess we could I, we can no, I lament our I'm assuming everyone on the screen is associated with Quota Zendia. All of us live I in am. America I and none of us will most likely be voting. Absolute mockery of like, like the system that the, the alleged democracy that's going on it's sports include the Lisboa. they can talk about proposals no one ever does anything um and if someone were to come along and change that it would be a very welcome change and to tell you the truth to to Verandas defense he wanted the e-voting but everyone fought him on that 
Everyone says it's not. I don't understand a- how you can be opposed to that. For the AGs, like, you get so few turnout that they could just ram through these measures. Like, if everyone you, should be voting. And it would give it would give reason for more people to be if you look, But if you look at Twitter, if you look at Facebook, and you look at the debates going on between Sporting Geishas, this one, it's only including Sporting Geishas. The debate, is, it's stuff that I can't believe. They basically say it's not secure. Anyone can hack into it. And then my response to them is like this. How do you do your banking? Isn't it online? Uh, you, don't you do everything with your debit cards and credit cards? So it already exists. So I'm pretty sure we could we could arrange a third country. Some a, countries, small countries, do their entire parliamentary yeah. elections online. Okay. But be careful. As soon as you We're, say that. But Estonia, as, Chris, Estonia, we're going to no, get less voters than that, I feel like. Chris. And Estonia is not that big. As soon as you as soon as you say that, somebody on Twitter, an expert in the in the in, in, the, in the, the field, will say, "But so. this happened, and Estonia elects in some hacker, this and this and that." But in the meantime, we are doing it every single day. We buy tickets online it, for for whatever game or event. We do Fair our banking really? online, so, and yeah, I don't even think about it. You don't even think about it at this point. We, we, we could do it. The thing is. It auto-populates into the thing because it's saved yeah. already. You know? yeah. it's in like, Portugal, oh, in Portugal just they just don't want to do it. They're very traditional with certain things. And that's another thing they're very traditional because Benfica did it. We've got to get past it. We've got to expand the nucleus at the bare minimum. How are we still just talking about that? No, listen, Benfica. And then we need to expand to everyone outside of it. Sent, sent the PIN number to Cynthia and her husband. And they were able to vote online with the PIN number. So instead of sending a goddamn letter from Portugal to me, just send me a pin number mm-hmm. so I can vote online. Mm-hmm. Because that's how Benfica did it. If Benfica, which is like two miles away from Sporting Portugal, they don't also win do any awards too. for democratic practices over the past like <laughs> ten years either. Like it's not some upstanding citizen we're comparing ourselves to. Exactly. Literal like thieves we're comparing ourselves. <laughs> yeah. To. Exactly. Yeah, look, look <laughs> David Pride has got a good point. They they take. Yeah, Our exactly. money on the marketplace yeah. is online. So le- telling us that we can vote online, it's 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 a stupid argument from Sporting Geishas that they think they're smarter than all of us, that we live outside of the country. Sometimes the, sometimes sorry. it's just going to call like us if immigrants. you live in the Algarve and you're a saucio and you go to Lisboa two times a year, believe it or not, you're basically in the same situation as no, me. No, yeah. no, not really. My father because got his you're letter. you're not going to drive up to Lisboa no, on a Tuesday No, but the letter, you get the letter in the mail. Yeah, oh, yeah, my, yeah. Okay, so once every four years you can vote. Um, When you should be able to vote three times a year at the various things True. that are proposed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. my father got his letter yesterday and he already submitted mail it back. The thing is, the the the, 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 the class and and, and, and and the capacity of them of insulting our intelligence by saying it's it's not a secure site to vote online. I'm like, are you kidding me? We do everything online. Mailing <laughs> mailing isn't even secure either. No, like, that shit can get lost in the mail. How do you know it gets fucking? I mean, if you want to talk, if you want to talk about mailing, now we're going back to the American elections or something. <laughs> it's very. very <laughs> call it? Um, and also like the barcodes some of the ballots and paper having barcodes some of them not like nah. it's not like we have a flawless paper ballot system i don't know i feel like if you're a sporting each then you're making arguments against i voting 
you're basically just either unintentionally or oh uh, yeah oh you really 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 you're really, really, you're really against it i mean Benfica, yeah. i mean and, and and i'm going to say it again Benfica just created a great a great way of doing it yeah. sending pin numbers worldwide to all the sausage and from home because Cynthia said it, and and uh, and Mario, why why do I keep saying Cynthia and Mario? Because they're friends, and you know, and they shared it to all of us on Twitter. And to me, I was like, wow, this is this is awesome. Okay, you don't want to do uh, I voting, or you don't want to. How about the one in Newark? I go, I drive thirty minutes, and I go vote in Newark. Okay, I'll go do that. But that's I know, but that's but, not an option either. Nothing is no. an option. That's not, nothing. We need something. Yeah, There's that nothing. would be something. But if I live in California, I'm not going to fly to. Uh, well, no, but Steph, for crazy. you, um, <laughs> they're, they're one and maybe you could go to Philly. Like it wouldn't be that inconvenient. No, I would do it. A bunch of there's yeah. like a bunch, you know, like I don't know. That's yeah, like, you're just saying the minimum. Someone's got to do something, and I just see nothing. And but I again, if, people if, talk if, about if, it once every four years in passing. That's it. If Benfica is doing it with a pin number, what can we? Exactly. We, we could call them and say uh, our logistics department or whatever uh, marketing department could call Bifika. I'm pretty sure they get along. You know, we we get along with them for the most part. Yeah, like sitting in the box together. What else do they fucking talk about? Exactly. No, ser seriously, like exactly. When, when Sporting goes to lose or, or Bifika goes to to Sporting in basketball, handball, they always have to talk to each other for logistics, and they, they work it out pretty good. So they could come up and share ideas about that. We just don't want to for some reason. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the, the, the biggest handicap at Sporting, it's us, the fans. We never support anything that's uh, innovation. We always like very traditional. Now, I not say assim. Mudar o nome do estádio, por amor de Deus, são malucos. I think in this case that this is more the administration because Verenda said he'd do it in 2018. Like you said, maybe there's oppositions to it, Chris, like you were yeah. saying, but yeah. this is, uh, to me, this the, is re the renumbering thing, thing, too. Obviously, he's not going to push the envelope on that because it the help, it helped the way that it, the, the way that the, 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 the numbering system is set up and the number of votes benefits him. Why would he change it? The fewer access to voting at AGs and other things, but he wanted to change it. change it. But he wanted to change I it. I don't think he wanted to. Change the thing it. is, no. but the thing yeah. is that he wanted to change it. But he wanted to change it. He, if it doesn't benefit him, I don't understand why he'd want to do it. He would have benefited him because, because uh, you know, old folks will still vote for him because Ganyo Campionat. Yeah. It's that simple. I, I was even going to say I don't understand why he doesn't want to implement it for the AGs because. That's even more access to, like you were saying, the guys in Algarve that are Verenda supporters, for example, because I'm sure there's plenty all over Portugal. You know, the little episode that he had a few months ago or, or, or late last year where he had to call in a second AG because he said that there's just a little group of that come to the AG to harass them. That's the perfect time to implement any sort of e-voting. So that you get your sausage to vote yeah, you for can't you complain. because you can't complain at this point you're at your yeah. highest. Yeah, I mean, you have to complain about that if you're not doing anything to fix it or address exactly. it or anything. Exactly. It, could, it, could have, it could have enforced this now in the era of COVID-19. So what happened to you, me, and Chris? For, with the COVID-19, we had to go to Teams or Zoom yeah. or whatever. So yeah. it could have done IGs on the Sporting TV. And then mm -hmm. the voting could have been done 
on IOE voting. Depends on how you like. Not even Sporting yeah. TV. Open link on the internet, live on YouTube, so anyone can watch it. You don't even need to have a TV subscription. Okay, That's what I thought about today. But, this debate should be on YouTube. Okay, but listen. TV, you know? Listen. I, I understand, okay. though. Like, you're paying you for could, the channel. Could, but you fair. could open so, yeah, the I channel. I agree with you. But yeah. you could, you, 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 okay, I agree. You could have done Sporting TV and YouTube at the same time. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, yeah, for sure. All yeah, together. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. You could have done it that way, but I don't think they, they equipped to think like that yet. Mm. No. no, they don't think, they don't think about Sporting Kishas outside Portugal. They don't really care about us. They don't listen, bro. It's not even, uh, they don't even care about the ones in the north, dude. Hey, like uh, they the the said, they collect our dues online. And that's that's all they care about because secure, if they really, yeah, if they really cared about us, they would create some inno innovative ways of for us to participate in ages and the voting. They never do, and we talk about this and talk and talk, and one day we're going to be retired, about to die, and we're still talking about it. <laughs> yeah, man, we're going to be twenty the twenty forty election. We're going to be talking about yeah. this is the year, man. We're going to finally do I voting. <laughs> Even even our troops, when they overseas deployed, they uh, they they allowed to vote. It's yeah. we all know that the technology exists. We all know. <laughs> I, I hate the, the arguments from Sportingistas from Portugal. Ah, the hackers. put a murder. Put a murder there. Stop with that stuff, man. You do all your banking online, and then you're concerning about your vote to Sporting. There's no Chinese or Russian hacker that gives a shit about the the sporting yeah, maybe election. Maybe a Chinese billionaire who wants who wants to buy the sad uh, uh, rigged a vote so that something happens for their favor. I don't. Yeah, think. they like said buy coin before you can vote online. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anything else left on the debate, please? Oh, uh, one last thing, ladies and Alvalade. Uh, what do you make of it? I, my make of it is Verandas is trying to smear their position by saying, oh, it's not possible. They're just saying this is a cheap campaign stunt. The ladies can't play all their games here. Oh, That's not what they're saying. They're playing some games. They play none. Yeah. They literally play none ever. So they should play some sometimes. And that would be Correct me if I'm wrong. Under the Bruno Carvalho administration, they've played a game or two at Avalad. They've and they probably uh, yeah. have under the Verandas administration as well. Yeah, they did. Uh, last time we, we lost against VPK at home. That's how yeah. they won the championship. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why we don't play there anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The game was bad <laughs> <Not> luck. <laughs> no, I, I yeah, I, he was I, using the grass as an excuse, but it's like yeah. well, the grass is shitty, like also due to you. So Yeah. Exactly. Not that great of an excuse. <laughs> But I get it, and and that I blame a little bit on, um, uh, you know, it's expensive it's to true. to open the doors. Uh, when uh, when you open the doors to the the stadium, you, you have to to hire X amount of employees, activate them, and it, it yeah, gets but expensive. Yeah, you don't have to staff the whole stadium. You have to staff like a third of it. You know. Yeah. I I, I guess, and and then the second to blame is uh, the Sporting Kings of Lisbon. They should support the uh, the females more. I mean, in yeah. Aurelio, it's not full all the time. It's not even close to being full. So when you open it's the stadium... It's not that convenient, I imagine, to most people to get out there. That's you just rip the Vasco the Gama, but, I mean, if you're on the wrong side of Lisbon, it could be easily 50, and over an hour probably to get to Alcachet from some part. But, that, but that's the excuse they're using, Chris. It's not convenient for them. And yeah. What did you make what, of Ricardo Oliveira saying he wants to construct a new sporting city? 
in the style of American sports. I didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about. He was talking yeah. about it. I, I don't what know. What is it's... an American sports city? I, I, I'm, we're Americans. What is he talking about? <laughs> I, I, I had no clue. <laughs> I thought he was talking about a, a building with different floors and everyone has their own floor. I, I was really confused. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, All right, that I, makes two of us. I'm in favor of the females playing the main stadium for a few games and see how the fans respond to it. If if we have like a, a, an average of 5,000 fans per game, I would say yes, do it all the time. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah but if it's less than that, then it's kind of a – it's you're talking about money now. Can we manage to pay all the salaries mm-hmm. of the staffing that has to open the stadium? Even if it's just a third, you know, uh, mm-hmm. then I would, I would be okay with that. And then we have to go back to the same contractor that was taking care of the, of the pitch because this one sucks. Yeah. But there's not too many uh, A teams uh, uh, letting their females play in their stadium. There's maybe one or two worldwide. He uh, that was one something that he said. He said like PSG, Real Madrid, etc. Yeah. But I would respond to that like the Real Madrid stadium is like that stadium is nicer than most a lot of the teams in the Portuguese first division that aren't the big, that don't have Euro stadiums, right? That Real Madrid B stadium. That's probably like the yeah. fifth nicest stadium in Portugal, right? So, Estadio Aurelio Pereira is not that, right? So, I don't think that's exactly an equal comparison, to be honest. It's just even just a few games. Nothing. You're not asking for yeah. the whole season there. And, and it makes it special. It makes it profitable, you know? Uh, don't oversaturate it for sure. But I don't see why not. I don't see the big deal behind it. Well, Richard uh, uh, he mentioned it would be like Seattle or all the arena. Philadelphia has it, too. Philadelphia has it too. Kind I, of. I know, but what what kind of has that though? But where where are you going to build the the, the academy? That's what you I'm have, saying. You're most likely no going to be putting it. You're going to be putting it all at, in the outskirts rather than all in the yeah, city around the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Less, less land, you know. So ne- next to the stadium, there's a, a little bit of space, but that's good it's enough. Sold. They sold that. Yeah. They sold it. Give me a fucking apartment, man. That's- that, that's good, good enough spot, but for a parking lot. That ship sailed. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah. We, yeah. Th- there's no land in Lisbon to, to, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe there is, but I don't think so. To the size of the academy, our yeah. academy is huge. It's yeah, big. They got like 10 fields at this point, probably. Eight yeah. to 12 fields, probably. And I, I mean, it's, it's the nice living and, quarters, the gym. like. And, and it's nice and quiet, away from all the confusion. It's In interesting a way, I because like I actually read an article yeah, like a month or two ago. Maybe it was during the Benfica elections, um, which was, I guess, like in the remote recent history. They were talking about moving Benfica Academy out of Seychelles yeah. into Lisbon proper, too. So yeah. I wonder what is spurring this. Rui Costa, this. Rui Costa mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, so I feel like their sporting is obviously not driving this conversation. It's obviously like, is it like... Brun Carvalhos said the same thing. He said it too? Okay. Yes. So say it kind yeah, Brun Carvalhos said it would be more beneficial for Sporting if the academy was also in Lisbon. It just doesn't seem feasible, especially like well, right there. Not, not anymore because now you already spent the money on the academy. So what are you going to do? Sell it to Studio? They don't have the, the money. Who the fuck are you going to sell that to? You're not going to uh, sell it to anybody. <laughs> yeah. I also don't see a lot of clubs even doing it. Like I think about the English clubs. It's like, 
Arsenal don't exactly train in London, you know. Tottenham the same. It's because you need um, a kind of a bigger space, and like, yeah, yeah. United, United aren't at Manchester. They're like closer to Leeds, if anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you want to be away from the confusion and have your peace of mind. You know, of course, and, that's yeah. the that's the training center, man. It's only supposed to be for training, working hard, and shit like that. Yeah, maybe the only thing I can think of is maybe if it makes it easier for the kids to like sort of live in Lisbon rather than in Al shit. But then even that, I think, well, causes they have the problems and the too. cafeteria, it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, exactly. like you can come from any background, and you can just live here, and we'll take care exactly. of it. Exactly. You know? But yeah. I'm even thinking, like, it's even it might even be more of a problem because, you know, bigger city, more confusões. Yeah. We already have Bruno, what's his name? Uh, Bruno Tavares, oh. is it? Yeah. Shooting himself in the leg, and he's living in bumfuck, you know, Al Imagine <laughs> if he lived in Lisbon, you know what I mean? Al gangsters. <laughs> well, he plays for Ferenc now. I'm surprised it's the place. Brun Page. Hey, and, and apparently no, not Brun Page. Not Brun Page. It's um, Brun Page. He's on loan at Varzin. He's on Varzin. Exactly. Ah, okay. yeah. Brun Page is having a phenomenal uh, season at Ferenc. Uh, he's yeah. doing real well. Box to box midfielder. And uh, he's killing it, apparently. Pelinga replacement. Sing it now. Yeah. I know. I know. He had, but, a spot, he had a spot before his ACL tear. Poor guy, but. Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, all right, I guess that's it with the debate and, and all that good shit, boys. Um, I'm glad. I'm to be honest, I'm glad. I, I mean, I don't expect it to change the tide of anything, but no, the, too, the, late the, the, too late now. Too late. The 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 highest ranking official elected should be doing facing things like that. Oh, that was another thing that it says. He's going to have like a panel once a year to talk about ideas with nice. sauces and yeah. shit. Like, yeah. That no, he doesn't. And now, and now the one thing I'll bring this one, the, the last thing, because I know we have to wrap it up. It's, it's a, I, don't, I hate it when we go over one thirty. Uh, but, but at the same time, I like it. Um, the, the one thing that Nunsosa mentioned was that, um, fuck I'm drawing a blank now. About the panel, about addressing the fans? Oh, yes, thank you. About the clocks. Verenda huh. said, I'm going to reunite the Sporting Gises. So when is he planning on doing that? Yeah. In 2050? You know, the thing is, if you want to reunite the fans, you have to make peace with the clocks. You have to. They're a very important piece of the puzzle in the Portuguese culture. Either you like it or not, it's not like in America. America, there's no clocks. It's just fans that go together. It's not, it's not even just clocks. It's every, it's every like, it's socios. Opposition. Uh, it's uh, non-families non of means, basically. Yes, like it could start. It, it, it could start like uh, uh, fulfilling. His entire thing is, is for that. It could start fulfilling his uh, his promise that he would uh, uh, reallow Brun Brun Carvalho to become a sus because that's taped, that's recorded, and we have it online. He said, "Eu se ganhar a presidência do Sporting, vou restituir o Brun Carvalho como sócio." Didn't make the debate, right? The no, no, no. Sausages wasn't talked about, right? He's mentioned that was something that Nunes Souza had. Nunes Souza has gotten yeah. some kind of like hit pieces about him about that. Nunes Souza basically in today. There was an op-ed in record today hitting about hitting him about that about leaving Watford too. 
Yeah, yeah. No, but he was only talking about the Brunicker value part. He, he, he made the point that you know he's not doing a good job for United Sporting, and that's the truth. I think he holds too too many grudges, and as a president, you can't. You can be that that small, like a, a tiny little bit grumpy old man, like holding grudges on Brun Carvalho, holding grudges on seventy percent of the vote. <coughs> at this point, and at this point, Verandas can eat like Verandas. Verandas has <coughs> won technically this part. You know what I mean? Like he's made Brun, like Brun Carvalho was never a champion with Sporting. Verandas has. He has European titles, two European titles under him when it comes to futsal, at least. Bruno Carvalho hasn't. Okay, he Patins. came close, but he hasn't. Goal okay, ball. Patins, of course, of course. Yeah, so I'm goal. just saying. Bruno has a goal ball, I think. Oh, okay. I think he's got from two, the... actually. But, but outside, from the outside looking in, or from the even from the inside looking out to many perspectives, Bruno just won this battle. Yeah. So what are you holding a, uh, on Steph's point? What are you holding the grudge for? Why are you yeah, thinking, like it's, it's just, just it's weird. Why are you still like being this small about it when you can actually be like the bigger man? You can act if if Fernandez wanted to. If this was really his nemesis, you can make him be this big. Especially now, he got kicked out of fucking Big Brother. Yeah, for, for some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it could be. Um, it could be. A, it could be a sh a shiny moment, a moment of glory for Fernandez. If of one course. day he woke up and said, you know what? I have a genius idea. I'm going to uh, welcome Brunkerwald back and make peace with the clocks. Do you know how many sporting geeks will be like, wow, oh, wow. But even to me, at this point, I'm not even asking for the Brunkerwald acceptance back. But make the peace with the clocks. Because, I, I, Steph, uh, okay. Christian, you, brought okay. up a, you brought up a point maybe two year, weeks ago about the Kirtaj. That I think is perfect. I, I'm not against it. I, I I seen a funny tweet this weekend that was like WWE came to have a lot, which is fucking hilarious. But it's just it's weird how certain sections can have these fucking you know homemade Bristol boards, but an actual planned out fucking you know um, tifos can no longer enter the stadium. It's it's ridiculous. It takes the magic away from Avalaz. You know, as beautiful as as um, Umun Sabke is, imagine Umun Sabke with the Tifos again. It's next Yo, level, man. By the way, I, I gotta interject. The the who is the artist of of the original artist of that song? Um, uh, uh, Frank Sinatra? No. Is it Sinatra? Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in the backstage this week, there was a Sinatra song, yeah. and it got copyright striked, and they had to re-upload it with a new song. The entire Mundu Sab kit is a rip of a Sinatra song. So I just thought that that was just hilarious. Like, do, you even know, parody, like, do you even know, yeah. dude? That this is, you're mad about this? We do this every game, bro. We yeah, but they've had so many... Uh, uh, side note, they've had so many backstages with music. They had fucking Kanye West power, and it never got I know, I know. It's just how... I, we talked about, like, how has this never happened? Like, yeah. And just, and even um the, the one against City, I don't know if you guys have access to it, I don't think you can. I, I, you don't because I see Nunu Gabriel tweet about it. Because I also don't have access to it. I had to get a VPN and put my location onto Portugal just to watch that video. <laughs> and I'm assuming it's because of the music playing in the background. Anyways, um, yeah, boys, final notes, and then we'll quickly touch uh, touch Maritimo. Steph, take it away. Okay, so I'll go first. Uh, track and field. Uh, our ladies uh, became champions of Portugal in uh, in indoor track and field. So congratulations. Uh, it's not a surprise. Uh, they've been nominate, uh, dominating for the last 12 years. On the, on the men's side, 
we finish second, and Benfica do dominates in that in that front. Uh, so it's kind of funny. It's a flip flop. But congratulations to our ladies in basketball. We uh, we made history for Portugal. We reached the quarterfinals of the FIBA, the only club so far from Portugal. So that's that's a big one. Porto is out. Benfica is out as well. So congratulations to our basketball team. We have to uh, travel to Russia. Our game is going to be fucked, probably. Yeah. I'm we're, just we're, thinking of that now. You know why? It's going to be, you better lose or you know what's up. Uh, well, actually, it might help us because we'll probably have to play their home leg at a neutral venue. So, Do we have any Ukrainians in our team? Yeah, we're playing them in UEFA Youth League. We're supposed to play in Kiev, which I guess no, is No, safe, no, right? no. In our basketball team. No, uh, not I don't basketball. Think so. no. But remember that I think she was judo. What's her name? Blonde yeah. girl. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Daria Bilodot. Yeah. Oh my god. I still I still follow her on Twitter. Me, so I, do I follow I. her on Instagram, bro. You're slacking. Instagram's where it's at, bro. No, I, I mean when she became a, a sporting athlete, I followed her and I never stopped. Uh handball. Uh we won against a team from Hungary, 34 to 26 at home. And we clinched to the third place. We still have two games left. The next game will be away at the AK, uh, AEK Greece. If we win against them, we'll clinch. If not, then we have to win the final game at home against NEM of France, which is the best team of the group. <laughs> and my typical well, they might sporting. already be through, so they might be resting. Is the yeah, only true. thing, potentially. Yeah. And maybe they'll play with the B team. Typical. I think they're uh, already through right now, so they're definitely through, to be honest. Yeah, they they got the mo they got twelve points. We have nine, and then the, the second team has eleven. And, yeah, and then last but not least, for my final notes, will be uh, the volleyball team won today against Caldas de Reina three nothing, and we clinched uh, the final four of the Portuguese Cup final. So that's all I have, folks. Chris, take it away, dude. Steph had the uh, the European and the uh, uh, basketball handball. So U23s played today. They beat Fidenz 2-1. And at the weekend, they drew against Gimenez. U24s, four points from two games. That's some of their best form recently. So take oh, that. Talking then, about that, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't, I don't mean to. But they, yeah. uh, did explain because Nunsos has asked him, and I, I'm not, I'm bringing this up because it's actually very interesting. Uh, his explanation was okay. Uh, Nun, Nun, uh, Nun said, "What's going on with the with the formação? We've been losing all the time." And then he explained it that the sub 23, the the average of players playing the sub 23 is like 19, and in the B team, it's like 21. And in the uh, uh, juniors, it's like 18. In the uh, uh, juvenis, it's like 16. So we kind of skipping a whole a whole season, a whole year to try to speed up the uh, the growing of our athletes to supply to the 18. That's what he was saying, Verandas. Uh, but it, as Nun Souza and uh, Oliveira brought up a good point. At the same time, we're losing that the mentality of be of uh, the winning mentality and becoming champions. Winning. Yeah, so that that was a good well, thing. I mean, I think it be at the top like of that. the second division, um, and we're at yeah. the bottom of the third division. So 
No, I'm more concerned about the, the under 19, under 17, and 15, which we became champion of those leagues a lot of times, and now we're not winning it because of this, this new concept. It's better to focus on the player than to focus on winning championships uh, in, in those. Here's the reality of the situation, in my opinion. Fuck the U23 team. It was only created because the B team got relegated and they were just like, oh, we don't want to play in this level anymore because it was before the Liga 3 existed and it was coming out to Portugal and it was kind of more shithousery. So like, oh, yeah, we'll just create this new team and we'll convince this new league to start. Um, but I, I think it's kind of pointless. I think you should focus on the B team. Especially the B team is only bad. Like, the B team cannot drop to Campeonato Portugal again. It has to stay in Liga 3, and it potentially has to fight to get to Liga 2. So, fuck Liga 3. I, li- I, li- I, like, I like the B team better because it's more competitive. They, they playing against some some mean, you know, uh, professionals. Yeah, yeah experience. Yes, you're yes, on the U23 yes, yes, team yes. is because you're not good enough to be on the B team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Actually, I think the, the, U23, like they won the league, but it's like, yeah. how, like who, who's on this team? It's like it's the like the I don't know. It just seems insignificant. The, the, the U23 is like it's like a C team. They they made up this league and yeah. uh, it's it's then it's not paying the dividends. It's not. No, yeah. especially since we're yeah. like, yeah, he did mention he's like, yeah, we have a lot of young players in the first team. That's good, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely just like they have signed not, some players. Like they signed not, it's not competitive. Fellas, for example, from the from the Lake Shoney's and stuff for like 500k, 750k. Like they have made signings for the B team and stuff, but yeah, again, if you're kind of if you're popping at that level, you should, you'll probably won't be there for that long also hopefully yeah yeah um all right quickly uh talk about preview against maritimo sporting is going to madeira this weekend always a tough game um i'll start off with my prediction uh i'm gonna say a a a tough two nothing win i think we'll finally see slimani hit the back of the net um and they go by quatch from a corner stuff well the, the just to give you a a uh, perspective the last five games against Maritim for the portuguese championship it's been a victory a loss and three ties there you go so at uh, the barreira so it's been tough uh so i'm gonna go with the two nothing because Maritim at home they've been losing all their games and for some reason they win the games away so i'm, I'm hoping yeah, I'm hoping they keep with the same streak, and you know we two two nothing to to Sporting. Goals the Slimani and Paulinho. I'll look up the weather right now, uh, Chris. But go ahead, take it away. Uh, Basically, was actually not bad this season, especially compared to like the last couple seasons where they have been like flirting with relegation. I feel like they're they're up in eighth. They're, they're closer to, like, the they're two points off Estudio Guimarães. Um, I don't think anyone's getting in top five because of Jovi Sint, but, I mean, they're in, like, that sixth-place battle, which could be a, uh, a conference league spot, depending on how the test of Portugal pans out. Um, so, I think that it's actually going to be pretty tough, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me just quickly – let me quickly add Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Or is it a game Saturday or Sunday? It's Saturday, right? It's Saturday. Saturday. 1 p.m. All rain. 
Rain? Oh no. One nothing so, shithousery. Nacional last season just a mud pit. Yeah. Iconic. <laughs> we got a result. Twenty twenty one. 2021 sporting team just got a result just every time, no matter what. Just yeah. one goal result every time. I, I, really quick. So, uh, really quick. I mean, let's not spend too time on this topic, but what about the Porto game? <laughs> oh. Maybe started stuff. Oh, We're my still God. waiting on Matthias oh. race and uh, Tabata's suspension. Like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Mureirense Porto. Oh, the PK incident? Yeah, yeah the, a joke. The, Where's, the joke where, these the, guys? These guys went back in time just to find out a fucking a uh, 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 fucking foul out of nowhere. I don't see the foul on on Fabio Cardoso. No, no. How do you want the guy? How do you want the guy to stop running? You just want to also. To I've, one and of the Cardoso's arm is going like. Sorry, go I away. don't even know if he touches him. It's not even clear. For That's me. what I'm saying. I don't even think he touches him, one. And two, <laughs> Cardozo's going like this, trying to stop him. So if there is contact... Tell Cardozo to stop putting his fucking arm out. Fucking no, okay, and, and that's and that's one thing, because he could have missed the, pen, the PK. He could have missed the PK. And yeah. then n- number number two, in the same play, Uribe wouldn't even be shown a yellow card, the second yellow card. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, too, yeah. and and I'm gonna I'm gonna see something else the, in the same play. Udio Costa grabs the ball, falls on the ground, and he rolls on top of the striker. So then, that's a PK. Then, if we if they if they say the winger uh, fouled Cardozo with when he was running and in in, in a non-intentional way touched his, his foot. So then, do you question committed penalty when he rolled on top of the striker? No, pode, no, pode haver dois pesos e duas medidas. That's that's a Portuguese league for you. The Portuguese. They always have stopped. a tough time at Morais. Yes. I said that on the no. last pod. They, they they had a tough yeah. time, but yeah, they got. So. And, the, that's, and their, the, that's their bogey team. And the last yeah, play I talked about. They didn't even about, get their bogey. It's uh, Steve Vitoria. He's the captain of Morais. Why can he not talk to the referee as a yeah. captain? Why? You I don't know why, Steph? He's a fucking Canadian. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Woodbridge own. It's it's embarrassing, bro. It Seriously. is embarrassing. It's a joke. I mean, it's a joke. There's no Fancy joke. Canadian there's no joke to, to a captain. <laughs> he was questioning him. Why are you showing? Why are you? Why are you? Did you? Did you call the foul? It was not even a foul. He was questioning him about that. He must really cut him up. Yeah. Up. Já podem incomodar as faixas campeões do Porto. Já são campeões. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cá estaremos, cá estaremos. The Portuguese league is disgusting. And I, I only watch it because, you know, my whole family is Portuguese and that's the way I was brought up. But it's it's disgusting. It turns me off when it's like that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So Ruben Emery made a note of this. The next three weeks, including last week, sporting plays before Porto. So if they're going to drop points... Hopefully it's not. We have to keep winning and then put the pressure on them playing after us. So this is the first week. Did they feel a little pressure and they tremored a little bit? Have to oh. keep winning so that next two weeks for sure. Because I feel like those are our, some of our better odds of getting them to drop points. I wish they play Befica next week. I wish they play Befica next week. If we play first and drop points, we're just Jeff Holmes. Fuck. We're done. <sighs> we're done. Yeah. But- Anyways. 
cá estaremos, cá estaremos para o ano outra vez campeonato da mentira campeonato português guys, follow us on, uh, on Twitter at the big Chris for Chris follow Sam, who couldn't make it today Sam Fonseca, uh, Steph's right there I'm right here, but more importantly, you know, the, the Twitter page as always. It's been a pleasure talking to the, both of you and uh, to the chat. Viva Sporting, and uh, let's hope for uh, for a big win on uh, on Saturday. Viva Sporting, ciao. ciao.